Tuesday, at least I think it's Tuesday. Hello, Sam and Can Can, and hello to everybody over there in YouTube playing Louisa and April and Electra Storm. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. How y'all doing? I'm fine. How you doing? I'm doing good. Sam, how you doing? You on the mutes. Oh, she done left. So, oh, shoot. Yeah, she'll be back. <laughs> she'll be back. She was on the mute. So guess what? Chicken butt. Turn me back onto the world, girl. They fixed me. Oh, your internet. Yeah, girl. They Welcome. came out and did it. It was like five o'clock this evening. So Welcome I was back. able to watch that uh shit show of a fashion show. <laughs> I have to talk about it if y'all give me a chance, just a little bit. I'm gonna let you have time to talk about it because you know we leading up to Festivus and I don't want nobody to be confused when we sitting here dragging bold and we ain't talked about it in a while. So you gonna get your minute in the sun and talk about that that fashion. Um so Yeah, you could bring you could bring me up to date because all I know is what people tweet these days. Mm. Okay, I got my stuff, my uh soap lay out here. I can get my tan lotion on. All right. I'll let you do that, girl. And I wanna um just take a minute for Sonya Eddie, y'all. That was so distressing. Oh, my God. We were just talking about her that yesterday. Y'all, that is just, I mean, that is so sad. It's so sudden and so sad, like, to be talking about a person the day before, only for the day, next day, for something to happen to them. It's so tragic. I was, she was, like, one of the few people. I could like relate to because yeah. every other soap star is a size negative five. Exactly. She looks like I look. And so I immediately fell in love with the Pippity. And she was singing. I am not going to lie. I'm not real big on people just singing and stuff. Um, she was okay. <laughs> I'm not real big on all of that. But I absolutely love the Pippity and just her whole attitude and how she was just loved by everybody. You know what I always saw Epiphany as? I always saw her as like how I saw Alice. Remember Alice, the housekeeper? Alice, the quarter main housekeeper, yeah. Yes, I always seen them two in the same regard. It was like, you ain't gonna never put one over on them. They gonna call your car and pull it every time. <laughs> I know that's right. Hey, ladies, how y'all doing? Hey, hey Sam, how you doing, hon? I'm doing good. Um, Today has been uh crazy because I hate to get this kind of news. Yeah, um, so do I. It's just the worst because she's so young. It's just so sudden. I mean, I know she was like what, 55? 55. Um, it's so scary when you think about it, you know? Um, it really is. And she was such a light. I just, I really enjoyed what I really enjoyed was her storyline with um, Marshall. Um, her and Marshall um, talked so frankly to each other. It was always mm -hmm. me. It was so refreshing because it was always just so damn normal. 
You know how sometimes you can watch a soap opera scene and, and it just seems so normal that it kind of shocks you like, wow, that was awesome because it was nothing dramatic. It was just how normally they related to each other. It's just really tragic and it makes me feel a little bit down. I just really, it's just tragic news. It is. It is. It really is because it was, it, I mean, it's not, and also it's not like she was, it's not like the same thing like when someone like John Aniston passes. I mean, you, it, it's a completely different subset of feelings because, you know, you feel like, you know, he may, he passed, it was sad, but, you know, he would more or less gotten his full lifetime um, that was allotted to him. Plus, his health had not been great in the last few years, right. so it wasn't it wasn't like a jolt or a shock. Sad still, but not shocking. This one is is shocking and right. sad. Exactly, it was exactly exactly. It's um like literally like my supervisor passed away um last month like this. Same thing. Um, he was about my age. He was fifty five or less, and just mm. freaking rock dead I mean it's it's sobering I'll just put it that way it's kind of sobering. It, it actually does put a light on how time is so precious right that we are not, not promised. promised exactly right. we are not promised to see tonight tomorrow therefore so it's always good to hold on to everyone that you love and make sure they know that you love them I hope that exactly. she does something, you know, to honor Epiphany because didn't she didn't she just graduate um get and get her doctorate? Epiphany as character, didn't she just become a doctor? I, I, yeah, don't, I, know. I, I don't, I don't know. know. Remember that was Marshall because remember that was the thing with her and Marshall. She um confessed oh, her character. Yes, her character. Epiphany. Okay, I was thinking, I was like, wait, did I miss that? I was, I was, I was like, like, no, 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 you mean the character. But now I feel like the only um, black woman character that I know that was in med school is Hen on uh, Angela Bassett's 911. But Epiphany seems to have done something to move up. I don't know if she's a doctor, but Epiphany I thought she was the Epiphany was studying for her MCATs. Oh, wow. That's what I mean. That's beautiful. Epiphany's story. I wow. need them. I need it. I need them to honor her somehow. I mean, a white coat somewhere because you know right. when they get become doctors, they get their white coat. Yes. Um, so I need I mean, I just feel I'm I'm about to tear up because I'm feeling like we need to give her her white coat. Yeah. Yeah. Alexa yeah. Storm confirmed that she was going to med school. She was. She was studying for her MCATs. Shy, well, maybe they'll give her a nice write-off. Maybe they'll send her to med school and never mention her again. Because I know right. the Spectra been gone for damn almost 40 years now. And you know, she is not still chasing no damn Cabana boys. Exactly. But she, but, but according to the show, she is in perpetuity. Exactly. Well, that's the way it should be for Sally Spectra. Yes, that's, that's absolutely the way it's I agree. Spectra. I, I would not have it any other way. So I, agree know, with you. I don't know though, because I feel like Stephanie should have been in Perpetua and she didn't. We lost Stephanie 
I feel like at some point, we're going to have to need to lose Sally, too. But see, the problem with losing Stephanie is because uh, Bale does that when he's being a petty bitch. He did that because Susan Flannery said, period, um, write me out, period, not coming back. You can kill me off. I'm not coming back. And he didn't like that, so he killed her off. He's a petty bitch. Much how Quinn's name is now mud across the entire canvas because Renee Sofa was like, yeah, referring my ass. You ain't okay. writing nothing for me. I'm going over here and throw these pots and you do what you want. Especially mm -hmm. because he, remember, he specifically, he um, came down up off his pedestal to make the phone call to Rena to ask her not, you know, to ask her to reconsider. She told him to kick rocks with no socks and so the petty bitch um, treated her <laughs> like shit. Not with no socks, man. She did. She told him to kick rocks with no socks. But you know what? As mm -hmm. he should have. Because you know what? It's so much that you can allow to be done to you. You can't fake the funk all the time. And if you keep trying, evidently it's going to make your work suffer. And people who know how this game work no i can't keep faking the funk i'm not finna keep coming to work knowing damn well i'm not not be on for another two months and then just acting like it's fine it's cool and it's dandy when it's not with me so right. hey i praise mm -hmm. her all the time for it that's fine that's great girl power to the people yeah because you know um um that's that's how he does when people mm -hmm. don't when people don't Kiss the ring. You see with Kiss the ring. Kiss the ring. They wrote her out like she was um Grace Kelly leaving that bitch, right? Wait a minute, who? OG Hope. The original Hope. Right. When Kim Matula left the Oh, oh, right, right, right. She rode off in the sunset. Like she was some fucking Grace Kelly or some shit. Um, Correct. Off into the sunset, and every time, and nobody could. Anytime you mention her name, it had to be held and shit. But, but but other people leave. You know, they can just like J Jacob the Young. They get tired of his shit, and they don't kiss his ass, and he act like a petty bitch, like Elon Musk. Elon Musk, and we, the viewers, have mm. to suffer. You know, we sh we can't get Rick back. We can't get Jacob Young because Jacob Young told him to kiss his ass. Like, well, that's not, because these are people who know their worth. And they know they what know they bring. You know right. what I mean? So if you know your worth, you can't keep buying it. If you're not finna up the ante as you should, like you do on everybody else, then evidently you don't need me, bro. <laughs> you he go ain't got the power he once had, basically. Brad Bell is holding on with the uh, 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 vice grips to the to the to the great power his father once had, to the to the power that he still he just gripped and holding on to because daytime is a dying thing. Uh -huh. so it's a dying craft. Of, he's he's the king of a dying genre. Uh, yes. At this point. And so, if you're not bringing it, you're giving you you are letting yourself in for one hell of a headache. But yeah, that's how he is. He is literally he wants people to bend the knee. And if you're not, then then well, not only are you gone, you're going to be gone infamously. Right. Probably. And, we, and that when mm -hmm. he does that, we as the fans pay the price. He's, he's mm -hmm. going to get his little petty vengeance and it's over. But we got all these quarter fans out here just like high and dry. I mean, how do you treat a yes. fan base this way? How do quarter you fans, Zende Nicole fans, Rick Maya fans. So many stories told with, with no ending. The part that's kicks. Hell, you don't Thomas, get, there is Thomas no actual ending. 
Oh, y'all know what? Today is not August 23rd. I know it's not. The, we, yeah, we're doing Festivus tomorrow. Exactly. On Thursday. So, wait. Let's the show into Festivus. I know. We didn't. Festivus then crept up on our asses. Let's get back to the uh, story. So, who y'all want to get into first? Days or YNR? Because they both gave plenty. Or GH. Well, Start with YNR then because the because the the chat down there loves YNR. If I'm okay. Sure. So what y'all say down there in the chat? Let's go with YNR. So All right. I'm the last five YNR. minutes uh bubble. Yes, honey. I'm okay. Why? Well, YNR well, was absolutely. Very interesting today. I feel like all the soaps had a theme, the ones that I watched. And today's theme for Y and R was projection. There was a lot of projection going on. First of all, one, I need them to get Sharon Case the hell out of Crimson Lights because I'm sick of them locking that woman in there like that, like Crimson Lights is Amistad or some shit. And they got her chain. It's like they have her chain to the cappuccino machine. They you don't let see. her go nowhere. Tucker came into Crimson Lights and ran into Sharon. Now, for uh, people who did not know that Tucker and Sharon had history, yes, they had a history. And can I just tell you that Miss Case did what she usually does. She turned that shit on. I was looking at her and Tucker like, mm, nah, would y'all ever really go here with y'all this time around? Because if y'all did, I think I'd like to watch it. Because there was this crackling tension, this, this flirty banter between Tucker and Sharon. Because the thing is, Sharon was 100% calling Tucker out on his shit. She was like, I know you don't think you're going to pull one over on me. You ain't as complicated as you think you are. Um, and obviously, you're trying to put one over again on Ashley ass. And it seems to be working from how you up in here. And Tucker was like, and I think Tucker kind of was looking at her like, you know, I've been snowing people since I walked up in this town. Because uh, let's be real. He got, he, he has snowed Don. He has definitely snowed Ashley's ass. How much he has snowed Ashley's ass? Oh, you would not believe. And those are the two people that he is trying to fuck, to snow. And he has he's pretty much been successful in that. But Sharon was not buying none of that shit. So put a pin in the idea of Sharon and Tucker McCall because I honestly got to wonder. Then we have the other thing that I'm, I'm going to talk about what got on my nerves. Elena and Nate. We, we are back where we started with Elena and Nate. Where are we back when we started? Okay, first of all, Elena is, all, is coming home dead tired. Again, y'all, we had that period where Elena was just sleeping 24-7. And I was just waiting for them to either make her pregnant or uh, say she had leukemia or some shit. Never happened. She was just exhausted from her job. So Nate came back from L.A. And apparently everybody in L.A. was kissing his ass. And Elena was congratulating him on everybody in L.A. kissing his ass. Which, you know, nauseates me because I don't like Nate like that. So the idea that all these people are like, oh, Nate. Thank you for joining Newman Media, and, and and we look forward to working with you and and, and your ideas and and your presence presence and your aura and all this shit. I'm like, you're really telling me to tell you hire an ex doctor to come run a, a media company who really don't have nothing on his CV for this industry, and everybody was just dropping down, bending the knee, and kissing the ring for Nate Hastings. Okay, Victoria. 
whatever. So he left to go to get lunch and she was going to stay home and nap. And he ran into Audra at um, Crimson Lights. Do y'all remember when I said not that long ago that we had a problem where we didn't have any successors for certain roles in Genoa City? Like with Brad Carlton's passing and Nick suddenly, you know, not being the man whore he used to be. We ain't got no male gigolo and then we ain't got no vixen neither. Well, Audra seems like she is the answer to that problem because she works for Tucker and she's also sleeping with Tucker, but she also made it a really good point to schmooze up to Nate um, at Crimson Lights today. Schmooze up to the point that he was basically doing the same thing, the same shit with her that he was doing with Amani. And she was up there stroking that ego like Nate like, and to the point where he told her, well, you know, once everything, you know, is over with chance of winners and the IPO goes through, you know, if you're looking for a job, you know, hit me up. And she was like, oh, you'd offer me a job? He's like, well, I like to surround myself with people who believe in me, basically. I was about to throw up. And Elena showed up uh, at the office to offer to take him to lunch. And then he told her that he went out to lunch with Audra. And Elena got this look on her face like, here we go again. I'm like, girl, you was just here with Amani. You were just in the same situation with Nate and Amani. It all ended up going anywhere. So you should be able to read the tea leaves already. And she was saying that she didn't trust um, Nate at all. But then, oh, go ahead. What got me was him just ditching her. Like, dude, what? you just really left her again? Yep. I don't know why she's still with him. I don't know why. I, I keep expecting him to sleep with just about anybody. I done dragged Victoria um, thinking that she was going to jump his bones and ain't nothing happened yet. Uh, and well, and if you notice, Victoria came back from LA with, blonde, with lighter hair, blonder hair. It's a little bit blonde now. So I honestly have to wonder what the hell the plan is because how do I put this? I feel like if I, I don't think all these stories are going somewhere. That's the thing that's concerning me right now. I feel like we got all these irons in the fire and a couple of different things could pop off, but all of these things aren't going to happen. Like they had Audra flirting hard with Nate, okay? Then they had, or, or rather her smoozing up to Nate. Then she went to go see Tucker um, when he called, when he texted her and they got into a little snippy little discussion where basically she was like, you don't know what you want. You don't know. I don't think you know what you're doing. And more importantly, I don't see what the hell is in this for me because you basically are just changing up whatever you want. When you showed up, you said you wanted Chancellor Winners and you wanted um, and you wanted Jabot. And now you sitting up here talking about how you offered Ashley um, a chance to spin off into her own company and just leave Jabot behind. And she's like, so, so what are you trying to, so what is it? So basically her thing is you're making all these changes. And he's like, well, you have to be fluid. And she's like, it's not fluid. How, uh, how all this fluidness is going to, what's this going to do for me? Now I respect that. I respect, <laughs> I respect a character who's like, 
you change your plans and you make it sound like these changes have anything to do with uh, what benefits me. And I don't see where there's no benefit for me. So what the hell are you talking about? Well, somebody said they feel like the writing is all over the place. They don't really know what they want to do. Oh, I think Sam's trying to get in. I thought she was in. No. She was, but I think she, um, well, she was in twice at one point, I know. But then I don't see it at all. And I saw Maya on YouTube said that um, Sam needs to get in. Yeah, I don't see her in the waiting room, though. So we'll wait on oh, okay. her back. All right. But, and you know what, uh, Bubs? I kind of think that they're right. Because I don't, all these, here's the thing. All these stories cannot go someplace. Like, with Nate. I would I would have given you dead to rights money that Victoria would be riding his ass by, by New Year's or at least shortly after. Okay? But then you had the, this new thing pop up today, which I'm going to go back to in a minute. So Audra goes over there, tells Tucker whatever she had to tell him, and they end up having sex. Whoop. Whoop. Yes. They had sex on the couch in, um, in, in Tucker's suite. Well, she told him, I think she told him that she was an insufferable son of a bitch. And he was like, yeah, I know, I'm sorry. And they went ahead and did she kissing her on her neck. And they went ahead and do the do. But here's the thing. Immediately after they finished doing the do, he hopping up, putting his shirt on, and she putting her clothes on. Who knocking at the door but Ashley? She hid in the bathroom. Mm. I was about to say, what happened? So she ended, this was the, at the end of the door. So she ended up running into the bathroom. Now, the first thing I'm thinking is this. First of all, one, here's the thing. Ashley Abbott is not 25 anymore. Okay. Yes. All right. Ashley done been on this show since the goddamn 80s. And I feel like at this stage in her life, Ashley should be quicker than this. Because here's the thing. Ashley's Ashley and Tucker used to be a thing a long time ago. And one of yep. the reasons they stopped being a yeah. One of the reasons they stopped being a thing was because he cheated on her with Diane of all people. So I'm sitting up here thinking, Ashley, I know you're drinking the Kool-Aid that Tucker is laying out for you, but it's like she's so distracted with her with this venom that she has towards Diane and her coming back into Jack and Kyle's life the way she did, which honestly, I feel like she has displaced aggression about Dina because the way that her and Jack got into it today, I really felt like you are still so mad at, at your mother who's dead. And I felt like you guys, I know, yeah, you and Diane don't like each other and you don't have any reasons to ever be friends with her, but I felt like there was some damn transference on them. So with you think how, Ashley, why, why has Ashley got all this heat for Diane? 
That's the thing. Tucker Tucker actually touched on it. That he kind of felt like part of the reason she was so hard on Diane was because of um the uh, because she slept with um Tucker when they were still engaged. And she was like, Well, yeah, that is a little bit about it. But she also said and she and this was also clarified when Jack and Ashley got into it today. She has absolute contempt for Diane for abandoning Kyle. She does. She despises that she abandoned Kyle. Now here's my thing. Kyle's a grown well, she didn't man. Really abandoned Kyle. I, I think mean, it people was trying to, to kill that. her. But that's but that's how Ashley is putting it. Ashley's basically saying, "You talking all basically was telling Jack, you talking all this shit about how I should feel bad." For bringing Jer for Jer for this, and what happened, and Jeremy Stark being here, and Diane not being able to be in town and spend Christmas with her son for the first time in so many years, and she's like, if Diane really cared about spending Christmases with her son, she would have came back a long time ago. I know she, Ashley, that's not Ashley has a problem with Diane, period, and also it don't make it no better that Jack is playing her. Night in shining armor. Well, you I know, think, but though, that's the thing. Even before Jack started playing the night in shining armor to Diane, Phyllis and Nikki and uh, Ashley was on her ass like white on rice. Right. That's mm -hmm. what I'm saying. I just think she just generally don't like her. But the, and that's fine. She could dislike her, but she right. is so. But first of all, her hate for Diane is distracting her from the fact that Tucker is playing her like a goddamn fiddle. And that's what she can't get. And I love yeah. Ashley to pieces, but 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 she dead ass wrong. Her and her friends was wrong from the beginning. So whatever befalls her from this path that she took, I'm just gonna have to sit there and let my baby get her lumps. And so unfortunately, that seems how it's gonna play out because she's sitting up there knocking at Tucker's door. Because first of all, one, I, one, I'm looking at Tucker and Audra like if so, if I'm staying in a hotel and somebody knocks on my door and I'm in a compromised position. I'm going to get quiet as the grave and pretend like I'm not home, mother... What? <laughs> Talk, what are you doing in there? I'm like, it's not like she was at his house or, or something and his car was in the driveway and she knew that he was home. It's a hotel. He could have been anywhere. He could have been at the club. He <laughs> everybody down on the floor. Like, it, who, who are you just to be knocking on somebody though randomly unannounced? Like, you know, Tucker, because Tucker thinks that she thinks Tucker wants her like that. Exactly, Tucker been blowing smoke up her ass for for the last two months. Yeah. He he he's setting up winter picnics and all this other bullshit. I, so I want to hear about him doing everybody. That's what I want to hear. So he, he has, well, so, that's what I heard. I heard Archer doing everybody. <laughs> well, that well, oh, well, let me put it this way: Audrey may not be doing everybody yet, but she is certainly Audrey Charles is our answer if they let it go there to the vixen that we don't have. Because as of tomorrow's show, here's what we have: her, she has Newman for an ex. She's been cozying up to the CEO of Newman Media. She's going to be flirting with Chance in Crimson Lights tomorrow. And why and, does Elena see her as a threat? She said, "I don't. I just don't like her." Elena, Elena's, Elena's sixth sense is telling her that she's getting vibes off of off of Audra. She's like, whenever I, she's like, the few times I've met her, she always seemed like she working an angle. Mm. 
Okay, and that and that absolutely is the truth. Audra is always working the angle. And all I can say is this much. I don't know what her end game is, but she has a taste for powerful men. Because here's the thing. Sis, don't, is not chat, sis is not chatting up or flirting or spending time with nobody. She's not. I mean, and that is the one consistent thing I can say about the character. She's, I mean, because my thing is I'm like, Girl, how you up in here flirting with Chance in front of Sharon? I mean, I mean, you don't even know him like that. I said, but you know what? But you do know of him because he's Jill's grandson, isn't he? And you work for Jill, so you know who he is. So she just she gonna meet him tomorrow and flirt with him tomorrow. Uh huh. I like her. So do I. So I feel like your girl is like, I need options on the table in case this shit with Tucker does not pan out, whether he breaking that back good or not. And I feel like she's keeping all her all her options open, and she's and, and every time she sees an option, she's she's gonna make sure that option the wire is still live. That is the feeling I get from her that she's somebody who always has a door open for her, and she makes sure all four of them sons of bitches is open all at the same time. But I love it. I don't think that she's into Tucker like that. I think that. That's a power play there because when they first came to town, I thought, okay, they're already involved in having sex and she seemed to be okay with it. But today, she just seemed like she was irritated. Like, fuck, this is what I signed up for. Let me go on ahead and get this shit over with because he out here lusting after Ashley, but he ain't going to have sex with her. I got to go and do all the damn dirty work for this bitch. I got to do all the work. Yeah. Yeah. The way that she was, it wasn't like a jealous girlfriend at all. No, it was like, I know you didn't fucking get me up here for this shit half-ass dress. And now I got, I could have been somewhere trying to hunt down Noah Newman's dick. But I'm up here trying to satisfy your ass because you got something over me. I feel like he got some on her and that's the only reason why she had sex with him. Right, just like he has something over Diane. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Something over all the women, got all the women jumping through hoops and shit. Um, he better mm -hmm. be worth it. I don't know. He, I will say this much that Trevor St. John is doing a great job of being very charming with Tucker because here's the thing like tomorrow, I can tell you this much, he's going to basically completely snow Ashley. And I'm sorry, any grown woman who knock on a man hotel door and his ass up there looking sweating and sweat sweaty and disheveled, um, you ain't gonna believe his ass just came from the gym. Bullshit. But somehow he's able to make uh, he's able to make Ashley believe that horse shit, and she actually buys it. So his plans are going very much along the lines of what he wants, where where she's concerned. There's a big gap between him and her, him and uh, between Ashley and Jack, and it is growing wider and wider as time passes. Because Ashley called out Jack and Kyle today, basically, on the idea that Diane isn't really gone, that they've just, you know, hid her away somewhere. And in my head, I'm like, well, bitch, what business is it of yours if they did? Right. I mean, she really, so basically, she ain't learned her damn lesson, is what I'm. No. Saying. Yeah. No, That's she ain't learned she shit. Lesson. She's still wearing back. Where Diane at, whether she gone or not. She needs to be hey. worrying about talk about to bury her ass. Um, so her, the rift between Jack and um Ashley. Uh, yes, is it's growing bigger. Because uh, yeah. uh Ashley is is I'm sorry, did you say the audio? Uh uh, go ahead. Yeah, it's gonna continue to grow because mm -hmm. Ashley wants to be the CEO of Jabot. 
So that is going to continue to widen for Tucker to get in here and get his uh, get in here and get his uh, objective done. Mm-hmm. I mean, because exactly, and Ashley is drinking the Kool Aid, and Tucker might as well change his name to Jim Jones at yep. this point. But so, I told y'all, uh, well, when it came down to it, uh, for Ashley get, uh, to have an opportunity to be CEO, she gonna sell Jack ass at. It's just as fast as he sold her at over the blood clothes. I think, and I have to agree at the rate that it's going. And the thing is, at the rate it's going, I feel like it is. But the problem is, is that there's no free lunch in this. Tucker McCall getting her to, to turn on Jack isn't going to give her what she wants. Because at the end of the day, the goods are going to end up in Tucker's hands, not Ashley. Right. That's the part that she got that, that that's gonna kick her in the ass. If you're gonna sell out your family, you better damn sure get something out of it. But Tucker right. gonna now, be the one walking away with the goods. I don't think she's gonna get it in her name because Tucker ain't that damn dumb. No, he's not. Right. She's not gonna mm -mm. get it in her name. She's going to get the CEO title, but Jabot won't be in her name. Exactly. And who the hell wants to work? That's like that stupid shit with chance with chance with um with chance com when um when Billy was agreeing to help work do this stupid shit for Victoria and the exchange was that as long as she ended up being able to buy Chancecom off of jail, she'd let him be CEO. Bruh, that ain't no deal. Is that's, that's, that's not a deal. I'll let you be CEO. Nah, how about not? Because <laughs> whatever the fuck you want, you can decide you don't want to let me to be CEO no more. Pass. Correct. So that so we had that going on. Uh, Summer and Kyle uh, decided they were trying to figure out a way for Kyle to be able to spend Christmas with Diane. So at first, Kyle was proposing that you know he spend part of Christmas with Summer and Harrison, and then he would sneak up to the cabin so he could be with Diane for part of Christmas. And Summer was like, you know what? No, fuck that. You deserve to be with me, with Harrison, and your mom. And she's like, so instead of you just sneaking up there. After we have Christmas, why don't we all go up there? Right. And, and you know, Kyle was feeling that, and they were talking about the logistics, and they were like, well, we just won't tell Harrison where we're going, so he doesn't actually mention it to anybody. It's like, but the one problem is, how are we going to sneak up there without Stark realizing we're sneaking up there? But we do know from the promo that they sorted out because somehow we end up with Kyle, Summer, Harrison, and Jack at the Abbott Cabin having a happy Christmas with Diane. Where so are they this, supposed so to this be? Works out. Listen, that exactly. Is so that is so beautiful. We're gonna have Jack and Diane, Kyle and Summer, and Harrison. The the the, the parents, the grandparents, the grandchild, the grandchild. I fucking love it. That's Christmas. So, so do I. And the thing is, I'm waiting to see if the, by next week if the shoe drops with Diane on anything else that I haven't seen. Because if it don't drop next week, then I'm kind of feeling like there's not going to be another shoe to drop then. Because part of what happens tomorrow is Jack goes and makes um, Jeremy Stark a deal. Now, here's the thing about this deal. When the initial issue, according to what Jeremy Stark and Diane were saying, was that she made off with the money that she had in her possession at the time that he was pinched by the feds. I, and he wanted his money back. I was like, shit, that girl must have just took off with all this man goddamn money. I mean, and money don't grow on trees. Where the hell is that come from? Girl, wait, how, wait, hold on. Why does Jack get us an amount confirmed for how much? Guess how much? Guess how much? It was Diane money. Exactly. It was a quarter of a million dollars. Ass wiping money. 
Exactly. In the quarter of a million damn dollars. That, 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 that ain't the money. In, in, in 1962? A quarter of a million dollars is... A quarter of a million dollars is not money in today's world. I'm sorry. Not I mean, Newman, not not not, not in no, world. not in Victor, not, not in Victor. Not how much money? How, wait, hold on. I got a question. I off to the YouTube chat. How much money did Victor pay Ashlyn Locke to get the hell out of uh, of, of Newman Media? Was it five hundred million? It was a half of a billion dollars. Right. Okay. Thank you. Dollars. Five hundred fucking yes. yes, exactly. And then Ashton proceeded to give half of that to Nick for his nonprofit, and then Victoria stole the other half. So you trying to tell me Jeremy Stark is up in here running at the Diane behind a quarter of a million dollars? Well, what? See, but Jeremy Stark is a criminal so Jeremy Stark ain't got money like Victor in them. He he got his money the hard criminal way. So he right. wants he worked for his money. He won't his 250 stacks, baby. He won't his <laughs> he he goddamn pile of single dollar bills of that money because he's a criminal. He's not making, he's not, you know, getting the tax right off of the billions that he lost motherfucking mm -hmm. last year. He won't his money. But listen, right, his money don't make money while he sleeps. His money is correct. Right. Listen, 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 Linda. When they offered that man the money, the first time he was like, I don't want it from nobody but Diane. It's more than this money. Yeah. Exactly. Ass wiping money. I don't care what nobody says. Is This is ass wiping money. Then they, somebody mm -hmm. just, I'm going to go ahead and give you this whole $250,000. I mean, there's nothing. $250,000? He can't even get an apartment for six months with that? This ass wiping You money. can't buy a decent house in a house in a more half of the markets in this country for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Right. So, something else is going on, and I'm yes. it's gonna be a child or some drugs or some shit. Yeah. I'm putting my money on a baby. Yeah, I know. I'm waiting. That's I'm waiting for two. So I think Kyle got right. a brother or sister out there. Maybe. Yeah. Because I really want to put, I, I, I really want to put both my feet in on Jack and Diane as a couple. Because I really support. It. I love, I love the chemistry. I love the vibe, and I'm loving this whole family thing yep. with yeah. Kyle and Harrison and all yep. that. I, I love. It. But the it's only the thing that generation of Abbott. Exactly, but the which which is sorely missing because the Abbots are the most underreproduced family on the damn canvas. Correct. Correct. Where Jack Newman's crawling out of the woods. He needs his own Nikki. Mm. Right. That's what I've been saying. It's a damn shame that Jack Abbott doesn't have his matriarch. Correct. But yeah, that is exactly. So it's like I kind of feel like there is there is something else there. What it is, we don't know, but it's got to be something because I'm sorry, two hundred fifty thousand dollars is no money for Jack Abbott or Victor Newman. They could get that in their sleep. Okay, and also probably got that much money in his damn cookie jar fund. Okay, exactly. All these people got trust funds, and and then and then the kick is Jack is gonna offer him double that. He gonna offer him five hundred k to get the hell out of town and never be seen again. Double what Diane supposedly took, but Stark still wants to see her. What the hell is this? I, I so I'm waiting for this shoe to drop to drop by New Year. I don't know what it is, but there's a shoe. It's going to have to be another kid, and then they're going to be like, oh, so you was off 
raising this kid while you was lying to cow about being alive or oh you just out here abandoning all your children left and right it's gonna mm. i'm telling you it's gonna have to be a kid i, I think i i kind of sort of think you may be right about that because she was gone for over 10 years mm-hmm. So that so that's it for that side of the story. Now uh, something interesting did happen. So you know how Billy is doing this uh help Chelsea thing. So he strolled into Victoria office today, okay? And he told Victoria that Chelsea had uh bought Billy a Billy, Johnny, a Christmas present, and she wanted permission to give it to him. Now, Chelsea and Victoria had a conversation because Chelsea, you know, was on her apology tour, and that included a stop at Victoria. And But Victoria was very, very against this 150%. She was like, we need to put boundaries in place. She's like, I get that Chelsea just went through this terrible thing and that she's trying to recover from it, et cetera, et cetera. She's like, but, you know, I'm, I'm Johnny's mother and I need to make the decisions that are going to be best for him. And she basically was like, I can be concerned about Chelsea recovery. I got to worry about the child. Okay. And so Billy was like, you know what? Okay, you're right. We got to respect what Johnny wants, so we should ask him, because the last time Johnny said he didn't want nothing to do with Chelsea, okay? He wasn't comfortable with it. So his reasoning was that let, let's ask him again. So they get Johnny over to Crimson Lights, and they basically bring up the topic, and here's the thing. Johnny has done a complete 180. He is fine with getting a present from Chelsea. He even wants to accept it personally. And also, he turns around and says, well, if she got me a present, I should get her one, right? What is she like? What are her hobbies? And I'm sitting over here like, and Victoria has this look on her face. And the kid, the kid is smart because Johnny peeped immediately that the whole problem with this was not whether or not he was comfortable with it. It's the fact that Victoria is not comfortable with it. Mm Mm-hmm. He was like, well, mom, if you're not comfortable with it, you know, then I won't do it. And she was like, no, it's not about me being comfortable with it. If this is something you want to do. And Billy, Billy ass, his ass is, his ass is a fucking enabler. Because he's like, yeah, you know, me and Chelsea can, you know, meet her. Me and you can go meet Chelsea and Connor. And y'all can do a gift exchange. And Victoria's sitting over here looking like, what, the, what is this bullshit? Right. A gift exchange. What is you pushing? People feel like um, people are taking Bill, uh, Lily and Victoria as the villains, but we see that the problem is Billy. I don't put no blame on Victoria or Lily, except for they just had fucking poor ass choice in men when they chose to lay down with Billy and get involved with him. But they not in the wrong for questioning everything. Like Lily really is not in the wrong for saying, hey, you don't need to be Chelsea's number one support system because she got um, a team of doctors, she got therapists, she got Sharon, she got Adam. You know, she don't really, I mean, I get that you was there when all that shit went down, but you probably need to be in somebody's therapy session mm-hmm. because you're not okay. This is Did you catch the spammer in the um, chat? I'll be damned. No, I didn't because y'all know I'm out here trying to. Um, Juggle the world. Mm. I know I'm out here trying to um buy my groceries, girl. But yes, Victoria was groceries. 
Victoria was not feeling it. She was not feeling it at all. And it's because when you got to think about it, honestly, from her perspective, she she's Johnny's mother. And that is the way that it's supposed to be. But up until now, it has not just been her being Johnny's mother. It's been, it's been Chelsea being in town and being as far as possible from her child. And now all of a sudden, now, and the thing is, Donnie having an issue with Chelsea before was fine. But now that he's up here, he's not just up here saying he's cool with meeting Chelsea and Chelsea and hanging out with Connor, who's really his brother. He's asking about his birth mother's hobbies. He wants to get to know her. Yeah. And Victoria is threatened by yeah. that. And that was really really clear because no matter how you want to slice it or dice it, Billy having his nose wide open all up in Chelsea business and now Johnny getting involved in getting to know Chelsea more because at the end of the day, they are the birth parents, even if Chelsea signed her rights away. So right. that is making Victoria uncomfortable as hell. Well, she needs well, to she blame did. her damn daddy because he put this kid in motion. And, and, exactly. this is, and the point blank in the period is that she knew who Johnny was when she adopted him. She knew, see, grown people need to realize when they take in other people's fucking children, that those children grow, grow up to be adults one day. And those parents are never not going to be their parents. Exactly. And the, But the thing is now, now that Billy, and the thing is up until now, their relationship has been, you know, contentious. And even after things stopped being so ugly between them, they settled into like this unquiet peace between the three of them, okay? Where even when Billy was no longer together, it was still, and it, it was still acknowledged that they are Johnny's parents and, and, and Chelsea don't have nothing to do with all that. Now that Chelsea... Chelsea was reaching out before, but Johnny was rejecting it. That was fine as far as for Victoria. But now he's not rejecting it because you can't sit up here and say, hey, this is about what makes Johnny comfortable. And I don't want him having adult problems put on him because he's still a kid. You can't play that card when Johnny's saying, oh, I am comfortable with it. I'm fine spending time with Chelsea and Connor. Connor's a cool kid. I like him. Oh, what is, what, what is Chelsea like? Does she like perfume? Does she like games? Because I really want to get her a present if she got me a present. But boy is totally cool with it. And you could just see the blood draining out of Victoria's face. Today. You know what it is? The, that boy his, is bonding, not, not only found a mother, but he's bonding with his brother. This That's, that's what... Um, is going to, to bond that family. Um, Chelsea, Billy, Johnny, and Connor. Connor is um, Adam's son, right? Yeah, yeah Connor is Adam's son. Yeah, but if she if she hooks up with Billy, that's going to be the family unit. <clears throat> um, mm -hmm. even, even though Victoria adopted this young man, this child. So, uh -huh. whew, I, um, show hate it for Victoria. Because he, that boy is bonding with his brother. He's spending to, he thinks his brother is fucking cool. He likes yeah. hanging out with him. And they like each about other. a mom that they have in common that he knows nothing about. So he's learning. You know, I won't, I'm, I'm all for him, for um, Johnny leaving Victoria altogether and being with his real mama. Fuck that shit. It's, well, that's the thing. If the, oh, girl, please, if that happened, Victoria might burn half the goddamn town down. Uh -huh. because Victoria, need, what she need to do is go and find Reed and see what he's doing. Funny you 
should say that because Billy actually bought Reed up today. We heard we ain't heard nobody say shit about Reed Holmes from an I don't know how much goddamn time. And not previous. What was that, Bubs? I said, and I cackled because it was the way he brought Reed up. He was like, "Well, I mean, you know, um, you ain't have no problem with Mac being Reed's stepmama. Didn't that change? But it's just that's different, and it is different. But I mean, but the, but here's it's the thing. But here's the thing. If, first of all, when we already know Billy and Lily are on borrowed time. That relationship is dead. It's in the coffin, and they just ain't buried yet. So we all just, it's a waiting game. But so he's saying it's different. Well, no, honey, actually, it's not going to be different. Not if Billy and Lily break up, and Billy gravitates even closer to Chelsea, and they end up a thing, and he starts actually dating or being in a relationship with, with Johnny's birth mother. Right. That's a whole different kettle of fish. That's right, because they are Johnny's parents. This, mm. this is my thing. People might, you know, think that I'm some kind of a person that think that blood is everything. I don't. I've raised other people's children. You feel me? I've mm. raised other, I have a grown man that walks around here and calls me mom. He knows his mom. He loves his mom. I respect his mom. That's my baby. But I, you can't take other people's children. You feel me? That child mm -hmm. chose my ass, right? He chose me. I didn't go take him from his mom. His mom moved. He, she was like, well, he won't listen to me if he'll listen to you. That's, we we going to do that? Yes, we can do that. We can do it. It's fine. Oh, electric star. He respects his mother. Mm hmm. I'm not oh, that stuff for other people raising other people's children. I just don't like this shit. I don't like it. Right. Oh, Electra Storm Reed is Reed is um Victoria's son with JT. We never see his ass, and the last time we heard he was away at college, but we have not seen uh Reed in many, many years at this point. Yes, yeah, so. since probably since around um 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 uh the girl died. Remember when uh, Lily the, the car accident that Lily had with yeah. Ron's baby mama. Oh, he was yeah. around at that time. Reed was around at that time dating um, uh, the, Lily's daughter, Maggie. Mm. What was her name? Right. Maddie. Maddie. Right. So, yeah. So, Reed, so yeah. So, for uh, Billy to sit up there and bring Reed name out the closet, I'm like, I thought, I thought I'm surprised. I didn't know y'all even remember Reed ass existed. Shit. Right. <laughs> Reed is a young man at this point. I mean, while Vicky ran around here, um, being and I understand she raised Johnny. I get that, but you can't at the same time try to erase a parental parent. You can't do that. You can pretend they don't exist, but reality is going to come crashing down. See, I feel like it would be different if Chelsea had been an abusive parent. Then yeah, okay, then have that. But she wasn't abusive. She just, you know, I I can't really keep him, and you over here fixing to marry these people that's got the money. And I don't really want and can have a kid or whatever her reason was for giving uh, that boy she did what she thought was best for. It was best because she was a mess at the time. She was um a con artist um was and ended up knocked up during her latest con. So she was in no position to be raising a child. She didn't have anybody or anything. So Billy so Billy just was. Mm -hmm. She didn't just abandon him. She gave no. him daddy and his daddy's wife and said, okay, I can't be a mama. It'd be different if they had a took her, uh, took that little boy from her because she was shaking him or beating him some shit. He coming around with dotted eyes and scratches. 
that would have been different. But she did with a loving parent who can't afford to keep or can't or isn't capable of raising a child and supposed to do if you're going to go ahead and have it, give it to people that can raise it. So while Victoria's sitting here feeling threatened, that's really stupid because mm. at some point that little boy was going to wonder anyway about his real mama. Was she going to plan on keeping that from him forever? But that's exactly what I mean. What did what did she and Billy were thinking all those years when Chelsea was, um they was bumping into Chelsea, Johnny's biological mother for all these years. I mean, it's beyond ridiculous to me. Beyond. Right. And somebody said that Chelsea was actually his aunt at one time. Hey, hey, she yeah, when she was married, well, yeah, when she was married to when she was married to uh to Adam, that was but Billy said that. Billy said that all this is not like Chelsea's a stranger because Connor was always Billy was always Johnny's cousin before he knew he was was his brother, and Chelsea was his de facto aunt. So it's, it's like so yeah. It's crazy, like she just came out of nowhere to then this boy. Like, yes, it's weird that he's got to find out that his ex aunt is actually really his birth mama. But y'all family been fucked up since Ashley stole that sperm. It, it ain't nothing but gravy now. You acting all of this way is what's gonna push that little boy straight to his real mama. Well, his birth mama. I don't want to say real mama because she is raising him. That's the only mama he knows. Good, because he feed early. So that so I kind of have to wonder if that is the thing that may that may be the two irons in the fire from Victoria going into the new year because I was I would have lost money on the bet if I had said that her only story was gonna be her trying to get up on top of Nate. So apparently this is the other thing that they're gonna be gravitating Victoria to. To to, to, to as Johnny gets to know and and, and, and improve his relationship with Chelsea, she's going to be threatened by it. Cause her ass wasn't, I mean, cause I'm sorry, it wasn't even nothing. It's a present, it's a present swap. That's it. It's nothing serious. They're not going on vacation together. She's not talking about taking the boys on a worldwide trip uh, or, or, or whatnot. It's a gift swap. And, but the thing is, I, one thing I will say that I disapprove about this whole thing, I get why she's pissed at Billy. Not just because she's threatened about her own position. The thing is, Billy's shit ain't together right now. And I think in her own way, her and Lily, believe it or not, are almost on the same page about Billy and his bullshit. Because the thing is, if I thought that the only reason Billy was making these suggestions and trying to you know, build this bridge was for Johnny's sake, I would say, okay. That is good for the kid. If it's, if it's not, if it's good for Chelsea and it's good for the kid, why not? But that's the thing. Billy is in this white night phase right now where he's really focusing all of his unemployed ass energy on Chelsea, on her building herself back up and such and such, et cetera, et cetera. And the thing is, that's not necessarily a good thing. Because I have to agree that Lily ass is right was right about one thing with her uppity ass. She said one of her biggest beefs about this was not just about their relationship being, you know, put on the back burner while he does this thing. But she's like, she's like, you're gambling again, but you're not gambling with money or anything. You're gambling with Chelsea's recovery mm -hmm. because you're throwing so much of yourself into this process. And I thought that Lily was right about that. 
Well, she was because he is. He's putting everything. He's putting all of his everything into Chelsea's um, recovery. And when she's ready to stand on her own feet and she's ready to push herself away from him, but he ain't going to have nothing. You know, exactly. have nothing to fall back on because he putting everything into her and she's not going to need him. Mm-hmm. And so, and then what happens? Because what happens? Because right now, he is thriving on the on her being in need and him helping her. And it's not coming from like a malevolent place or, or a bad place, but it's, it's just not healthy because he don't have his shit together. And when you don't have your shit together, the amount of help that you can give other people in getting their shit together is it's limited. Because you can't put your whole focus into fixing somebody else's life while you don't do shit with yours either. So put a pin in that. We gonna we don't know where that's gonna go or if it's gonna come to anything. But I have a strong, strong premonition that all that all of those issues, the shit with Victoria feeling threatened about Chelsea getting closer to um to Johnny and Johnny wanting to know more about Chelsea and have a better relationship with her and this mess with Billy being over overly involved in Chelsea's recovery, all that shit is going into a crash course. A crash course of what I don't know. And I believe that was all for Young and the Restless. It was, was actually a very good. Yeah. I was gonna yeah. say that was a lot for Young and the Restless today. It really was. It really it was it was a it was a good show. I was much I was much more pleased with today's show than I was with yesterday's because yesterday kind of felt like it was just, you know, um treading water, so to speak. But today was definitely better. Mm? Oh, I agree. Mostly because Jack looked at Ashley like she was fucking crazy, but he, he knew she was he knew she knew. <laughs> Not and that's the thing. And, and and you know how it is with Jack and Ashley and they fight when they fight. It is never a good sign when they're both when they're both when they're slamming out of offices or out of the Abbott house, pissed off at each other. And that's all their conversations have been for the last couple of days. That's just what Genoa City needs. It's such a family drama. And I was about to say, I love it when they fight. Like, I mean, I know eventually they're going to make up, but I love it when they fight because they can't nobody fight like siblings. And nope, and correct. And they have the history. I mean, Jack did it to her with that blood epic clause. I mean, there that right there is gonna run deep between these two brothers and sisters that love each other deeply. But that's Ashley's never going to get over that. It's always well, going to be you need to blame my mama for being a hoe. Well, you know, Jack was wrong though. Jack can't get Jack is her brother. You know what I mean? He he need to keep his mouth quiet on the the um going zone of Dina Marshall Ron well, and her very end. Um, what Jack needed to do was honor the family. Ashley Wait a minute. What did Jack say to Ashley about blood? What? Well, he okay. went behind her back. And, mm-hmm. um, this happened some time ago. Yeah. Is this before Dina died? And he put oh, a clause in the um, bylaws of <coughs> Jabot that only a blood family member, a blood abbot, only a blood abbot could ever be CEO. Ashley is not a blood abbot. Ashley is... Who put that clause in there? Jack did that. 
Jack did that I, I because he knew that. Ashley wanted to be CEO. So that was his way of ensuring that Ashley is never CEO. And that is why I want Ashley to be CEO. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't they get rid of the blood advocate clause after all that bullshit went down? Yeah. Um, I don't think that they did. Yes, they did. I thought they did. I thought that was why they were able to finally eventually patch all that shit up. Yeah. I remember Ashley left. She created her own um cosmetic company and she went over to wherever she was at and she was being very successful. So if he took out the blood after clause, to me at that point, if I was Ashley, it wouldn't even damn matter. The fact that he ever imagined it is is what's always gonna sting. Yeah, Amaya confirmed that yes, they did eventually get rid of the blood addict clause because yeah, it was yeah, things that was that was, ugly. That it was very it was things were very, very ugly. That, that, for a that while, was a long one while. time where my baby Jack and I always take his side. That was one time where I wanted him to pay. That was wrong. Well, it cre- it, cre- it created nothing but trauma in the family. Tracy was caught in the middle because she didn't want them fighting like that. And even, even Jack eventually realized his ass was wrong for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because at the end of the day, they got the same mama. Exactly. And they were raised that's, by the same man. Exactly. It don't make a difference who who you fell out of. That's your that's, blood. That's basically sibling. Right. You know what I mean? I can't. He was dirty. Yeah, Jack is a motherfucker when he wanna be. When it comes to the big big chair. He can't let this night go by. Please, because we can't. Yes, we got to stay on course, y'all. We got to get in. Yes, because it's 8 o'clock and we still have to get to days. Yeah, now, let's just move on to days because I promised Ken Ken she was gonna get her time. Yeah, we gotta give her her time. So days, the the the, the theme for days today seems to have been mental health. Yes, it was that good. Was the theme today that was yeah. absolutely the theme today. I loved it. That was my concern. Um, was since we know Ava was um literally she cracked. She was mm-hmm. um, hallucinating Charlie in her head, and she, you know she she lost it. So today, mm-hmm. um, um, it was she, Sarah could see it. We actually could see Ava um, acting out in front of Sarah, the doctor. Okay. And yeah. She, yeah, so she's going chef off to Bayview, hopefully where Claire Bear is. Correct. Hopefully we'll, hopefully we'll see her again in a year or two. And like, and like Bubble said earlier, where uh, uh, Karyaka Bonnie, uh, Bonnie going to end up going because she's seen all three clowns today. <laughs> Yeah, they said Bonnie was gonna go and see Marlena and be treated by Marlena. That usually is outpatient at the hospital. Yeah, but Marlena gonna probably admit her for a couple of for observation. Marlena getting ready to die. That's right. So you guys, Bonnie probably is is gonna end up in Bayview. You're right because Marlena won't be able to treat nobody. Right, but at the same time though, she could go there and admit her for observation. And never get a chance to ob- observe her. You know what I mean? Because something might happen to her, but she might end up just being there because uh, the actress who's playing Ava is leaving. Yes, that was announced today. That's one thing I will give days. They don't be giving away other shows. They Other shows, especially like GH and, and shit, you can figure out when people are leaving a, a while ahead of time. Days mm-hmm. is usually a lot quieter about it. Because mm-hmm. they people like their job. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, it's not like Tamara Braun has already been, has come and gone 
through days, I want to say like four times before now. So they're made just because they're right. And that's the thing about days. Days is not like the fashion show and shit. Well, when people get written off, you ain't going to never see them again. Oh, no. We huh. will see Ava Vitale and tomorrow Born again. Guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Because they always keep, they, they, they may send you off the campus for six months or maybe even a year, but your ass is coming back. So her being right. shipped off to Bayview does not mean we are done with Ava. And all I can say is the timing of Ava's complete breakdown was exquisite. Right mm-hmm. when she had Xander by the balls. Yeah. Baby, she was in there looking like her old self. And just soon as he leaves, she snapped. It so Mm-hmm. She was her old self, so Xander turned Ava on, and as soon as Xander leave, she done flipped right out of it. She done snapped into some a whole new mold where she done got head injury, she uh, hemorrhage or something, then caused her to have another hallucination of her baby. Well, so yeah, but that's what that, that's what um family patch and uh Steve and Tripp discussed it today. Um mm-hmm. Ava had uh witnessed uh Jake's death. Um, put under excruciating pressure from EJ. Um, uh, she had been through a lot in a short amount yeah. of time. And Correct. she literally just has not, the, the, you know, when you don't have a lot of people that care about you, just checking in on you to know what's going on. Mm-hmm. The only person she really had was Trip. It was Trip. Was in yeah. Seattle. Right. So there was nobody to see that she was slipping into madness. Mm-hmm. And now that people see, Trip is not going to leave her side. And I'm just really. Have it, you know? Um, is it just me? Is Twitter weird? What is all these Twitter people so confused that Trip still loves his mom even though she tried to blow people up? Listen, what is the problem? Are these people not okay? You can tell these aren't breastfed children. Listen, <laughs> when, when are you not? When are you? Is there expiration on when you're supposed to care and love and dote on your parents? I, I mean, think, let me tell is you that something. some new school shit? Is that so I, from the similar? So no, I'm, I'm trying to behave myself in the days of our lives tag. You know, I'm not trying to make no enemies or anything. I'm just trying to have some fun. So literally, I just, you know, tweeted, you know, thank you, Alex. Alex had to tell Stephanie, well, you know, just because your mom does bad things don't mean to stop loving them. I mean, my th- mom did a lot of stuff. I still and that's, the, and that's the thing about Days. Days is full of maternal characters who do mm-hmm. have done crazy shit and their kids do not write them off. Well, Good. Somebody, somebody sent me a tweet saying, I was just like, thank you, Alex. That You know, you don't turn your back on your mom. Thank you. And somebody sent a tweet to me, well, um, hopefully your mom doesn't blow, you know, set bombs up and do this, do that, and the other, blah, 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 blah. And, and it was literally like, um, sorry, but it don't matter what the fuck my mama do. I'm not turning my back to her. Wrong Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be there. I mean, if she's it's- doing wrong, I'm going to try to talk her right of it. But it, when it comes down to it, if me and her have to fight a bitch, we're going to do that together. We'll go home and talk about it later. But I don't know who these people are. It's just like... I'm rolling my eyes because basically almost half of the people in Salem would not have relationship with the relationships with their children if their children turned their backs on them. Here's my thing. Uh, do I think that Abigail should have should have uh, still had a relationship with her dad knowing what Jack Devereaux has done in his damn past? In all uh, of the, the raping that he's done? Yeah. I mean, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, but you don't see nobody 
if Abigail ass was still alive, you don't see nobody saying, I don't understand how she could still speak to her daddy knowing what And Gwen trying past. to form a, a formulate a relationship with him? Huh? And and don't even get me started on the kerfuffle of Johnny Demera being the product of rape. Okay? Right. The, but you don't see him stabbing EJ in the back and telling him never to speak to him again. The parents of Salem are up creatures. Right. About, about 75% of them all. They trash a lot of them. Yeah. They make hell of mistakes, but they expect their children to be right. martyred. So, exactly. We got Steve Johnson. So the beautiful mental health thread today. Um, Steve Johnson, um, Stephanie Johnson, Trip Vitali Johnson. <laughs> um, having a conversation about Ava, Trip's mom. Right. Mm -hmm. And in and, and literally Steve is like, well, maybe she should have died in that thing. And, and Trip go off like how could you even say that about my right. mother right? exactly. you know he's I mean I get of all the people I get having an issue I, the only person I really understand is Steve because in Steve's head all he's seeing is Ava gonna get you killed that's all he's seeing Ava is gonna get my son killed if I don't give a fuck if she tripping I don't care if she didn't took a quaalude I don't know what the hell going on with this girl but I feel like she is going to get my son killed I can't let that happen that's about the only person who I understood acting like that with Trip and, and even he saw better of it and became more supportive of his son to me when I saw them um, out there in that hospital area with Ava um, mm -hmm. in the bed with um, mm -hmm. uh, Trip, um, handcuffed to the bed, right? And and you know Xander and Sarah there. To me, it seemed like a, a family moment. It this did. Is, this mm -hmm. is what family looks like. This it is, does. This is the, it the, did. It really did. Mom, she lost his mind, but his family there knows that he loves her. So and I got not... to be here for him, regardless exactly. how I personally feel about her. Correct. And even even Stephanie said it. That's right. Even Stephanie said it. And she even went and told it to Alex, which I appreciate it. Alex right. keeping it real. Yeah, you know, well, it's his mother. You can't expect for him to, you know, be like us and react the same way if she tried to kill people. But I appreciated that mental health that they actually addressing it as mental health and they sending her to a mental health facility. Right, because it is so easy, especially in Salem, where we have where supervillains are a bit more common. It is really easy just to say that, well, they're evil, they're being malicious, they're being this, that, calculating, and just leave it at that. But we've been talking for months at this point about the fact since Halloween that Ava was cracked around the edges. We knew right. the devil. The devil, the devil ain't hanging around Salem anymore. So he's not the one making her see Charlie. She yes. seeing Charlie because she was started seeing Charlie because something was actually wrong with her. And yes. if you were paying attention to her story, you could see the progression of how she was getting worse. How she went from running a con job to get a payday to let's just blow everybody the fuck up. Everybody. Right. And not right. even caring who in there. I mean, literally, that we that was clear that she was she had lost it. Even with Johnny there, she saw Johnny was at the church. She didn't even flinch with Johnny. No, did you was, see? Was did you see how? If I don't know, maybe it's just me. Maybe I, I my cataracts need to be checked again. Look, I seen. If they do bring this Ava character back, which we all can agree they will eventually, mm -hmm. it'll be a redemption story because if you guys look at it, 
they had her in a situation where she was breaking at the seams, and she said out of her mouth, "It's always, it's always Charlie. Charlie is the one that had me do this. He's the one that's always doing all this bad stuff. He's the one who said to do this and to do that. You know what I'm saying? So it's looking like it's gonna go under the bubble of her having a mental breakdown." To well, yes. Oh yes. Oh, sure. Salem specializes in redemption. The fact yes. that Samantha Brady and Claire Brady are allowed to walk around this town without anybody trying to put them in jail is proof Bebe. that this town believes in redemption. Bebe. You got Western Western name in that. And then what's that too? That's the baby right there. <laughs> yes. Now, um, now, um, Stephanie. I'm not Stephanie. Uh, Leo. I'm sorry, Jackson invited Leo to live with him in the Kiriakis mansion. Wasn't that good? Wasn't that beautiful? The Kiriakis brothers was on their game today. I'm like, you didn't invite him to come. I'm like, and first of all, and like uh, on the topic of Sonny and Leo, my first thing is this. Uh, and Sonny is like, I give zero fucks what Will thinks. Will is off That's of L.A. shooting a movie for Peacock, so him <laughs> having an opinion don't mean shit to me. And I was like, I know that's my baby. <laughs> Especially we know that's coming up. It's going to be, uh, I don't know if this was an old scene, but y'all see the preview where he's where, where Leo sitting on the couch with Uncle Vic? Oh, that's yes. That's, that that's going to be the Christmas episode. So I would the, need um, the, that. I'm gonna need y'all to know. I wait though that just that alone. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Sunny, and that's the thing, Sunny. That Sunny is going to the mat for Leo. That pretty much cinches how much closer their relationship has gotten. He's right. not only willing to piss Will, his husband, off from a distance. He's willing to sit up there and be like, "Look, I'm gonna talk to Uncle Vic. Don't worry about that. Right, right. I'm gonna have my uncle. Don't no, worry about Dale, that." Dale, well, uncle I was like, would hand him his. Ass in Leo's too. Correct, correct. I object. <laughs> so that's what I mean. So, so yeah, um, Jackson is going above and beyond, and he even defended him um, to Alex. What did Alex say when he they walked in? Alex and uh, Jackson walked in. Leo was mm -hmm. with Gwen, and they were talking. And uh, something about turning down the offer uh, for the spectator. And Alex said something. He smart. told him to give him a break because he Street. don't have. He said he don't have any money and he doesn't have a job. Yes. He had yeah, he was about to be homeless. Yes. I love Yes, he about to get kicked out. He said, I'm sorry, I had to use my last money on my face. <laughs> my beauty products. <laughs> oh, that was funny. He's like, I spent my last $300 on my facial products. And he was like, really? It's winter, Jackson, okay? I got to keep my boyish looks going. I was like, no. <laughs> Activist gotta stay hydrated. Stop <laughs> So y'all know what we gonna get. If we get Jackson, Leo in that house with Maggie, and mm -hmm. we get Xander and Sarah back in that house. I just, it, to me, it, I, there's nothing better than having Leo and Xander under the same goddamn roof. Y'all It's gonna, be, it's gonna be like the odd couple. Y'all remember, do y'all remember when um, Xander uh, got Leo drunk and pretended that they slept together. Girl, shut up! Mm -hmm. It was so good. No, 
So, no. so Leo basically had, I don't know what Leo had on Xander where he was blackmailing him to go to bed with him, right? And so Xander was like, okay, okay. And Xander got him super drunk. Um, he passed out in the bed. Xander woke up the next morning, partially dressed, looking at him like, hello, gorgeous. We had a wonderful evening last night. Oh, my God. And Leo was like, first he was like happy. And then he was like, well, kind of mad because I don't remember all of this. I'm just saying, if I can get Leo with Xander, Zandy, honey. He used to call him Zandy. Wait, wait. <laughs> if I can wait, get you, the roof again together, it's gonna be heaven. And, um, and you heard, and you heard what, what you heard what Leo said when uh, Gwen was teasing. She's like, "Oh, please! Like I didn't make your dreams come true having a tussle with Zandy." Right. He was yeah. like, "Yeah." He's like, "Except I was, except he was naked, but I was still in a clown mask." He's I was like, still in a clown mask. And you know, it's so adorable how Leo smiles and smirks when he's talking about Sander. It is everything to me. It's so you it's know like what? a high school crush. I, I have to say, um, Xander, this Bonnie, let's 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 keep it all of them. Bonnie, mm. Xander, Gwen, Leo, Sarah. I love all them clown ass motherfuckers. All of yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. The story is so Bad. ridiculous that it's just entertaining to know that it is. I mean, it's real hijinks. It's like a hijinks with this that storyline. The damn clown, and I'm telling you, I am enjoying the muscle bound clown story to know. <laughs> so am I. Who oh. complain about this story? It's got everything in it. Even Bonnie, that actress that plays Bonnie, I am so goddamn impressed. She has been goddamn killing this PTSD. She has. She's been killing I it. And can I just say big ups to whoever at days heard me bitching last night about how Xander ain't never get paid and ain't even said that because your boy said it today. He sure did. I was he so happy. Money. I fist pump when I said your day. Thank you, Xander. And of course, you're never going to get it out because Ava's out of her mind. But thank mm -hmm. you for bringing up the fact that you done did all this bullshit and ain't been paid a raggedy quarter. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Ava was a mess. She Ava really did flip her wig. Ava was talking out her ass today when she was talking to Zandra about not paying him because he didn't kill uh, Susan. He let. I was like, oh my god, Ava, I love your ass to pieces, but you really not fucking lost your mind. That's what I said. I was like, hold on, sis. This was supposed <laughs> to be a kidnapping ransom job alone, and now you didn't sat up here and told the boy the reason you ain't pay him was because he didn't want to kill nobody. Oh, that was not a problem. Charlie talking. Exactly. That was a mental health problem. Yeah. Talking. Yeah. Xander picked up that scalpel. <laughs> I loved it though. Xander yeah, right. Me too. He can he is capable. So he, he is capable of slitting the throat. But mm -hmm. he tries hard to walk the straight line. He picked and you up heard the scalpel. Yes. And you heard what he said. She was like, oh, please, if you had killed, you were capable of killing somebody, you would have killed Susie. He's like, nah, Susie's a good person. You ain't no yeah. better than the roaches in my it motel room. room. You gonna fix a whole lot of my problems. <laughs> I was dead. D-E-A-D-T. I was dead because, because not only the words he said, but how he said it. The way he yeah. was looking at that scalpel, the way he was thinking about it. It literally, to me, I saw the actor turn from the cute bumbling clown character to truly that mercenary, <laughs> that, oh, that mercenary for hire that will end your life. 
I literally saw it when he picked up that scalpel and I saw the actor literally transform before my eyes like I could see his thoughts saying, well, but you know, if I did kill her, it would solve all my problems. <laughs> oh, Lord, I'm going to have to go to, I'm going to have to go break this news to the people in my house. I don't care, but they will. Oh, well. <clears throat> exactly. But, um, so, and also, I, I have to say it again. Gwen is down for anything, anytime. I'm sorry. I, Xander, Xander's a hottie, okay? He's, got, he's, a, he's a hot with a body. He's got the body. Yes. He's got the face. He's got the sexy-ass accent. I love it all. But and he's charming. You, he's romantic. Charming. He's a good but, father. But you are yeah. not going to call me and tell me you need me to help you break a bitch out the hospital and I'm going to show up ready for the plan. Child, but 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 but, but Miss Gwen was Gwen was ready. She said, "I got the I got the car fueled up on my side." That's right. You know what though? But see, that's what we need. So we have Xander. Um, I love Days because they make these characters so dimensional, so human like, so human yeah. like. Yeah, we have mm -hmm. them. We know he's trying to do the good thing because he ultimately is a good guy. He just happens to be a good guy. That is capable of doing some terrible things. Mm -hmm. And we have Xander trying to do all that right stuff for Sarah. But he's got Gwen on the ready. The moment he's ready to pull the trigger on some bullshit. This is all the drama I need in my life. All of it. And she got mm -hmm. Leo over here willing to pitch in because he wouldn't mind tussling with Xander anytime. <laughs> both of them want Xander. Isn't that something? Le Leo and Gwen, these two besties, both of them want to Yeah, both of them sit up and kiki about him all the time. They can't talk about him to nobody else, though. And yeah, and they in the same position with um Sonny. So I'm sorry, with Jackson. Um, Leo sitting up there talking about Jackson's married and all that, and Gwen's talking about Xander's married and all that, and they can sit up there and talk about these people that they love. I love mm -hmm. it for them. Now, what I'm going to need, though, on the back side, I'm going to need somebody to be there for Gwen because we know Xander is Correct. never going to do that romance for her. Mm -hmm. I got to have somebody coming around. So somebody thinks it's going to be um, Chad. Ooh. Well, here's the thing. If, if, if things don't, well, that's the thing. If things do not pan out with Stephanie, Stephanie and Alex, both of the Kyriakis boys made covered a good ground today even if whether it was inadvertent or inadvertently with the objects of their affections and he's i mean stephanie is spending christmas with alex that is not a tiny thing so with the johnsons mm -hmm. yeah so it's always so there is always a pod the possibility exists it's not it's not completely foreign the possibility exists that there is a real real likelihood that Depending on how long Chad takes to get off his ass and realize that he wants to be vested in a relationship with Stephanie, the longer he takes, the less the outcome of that is a certainty. Okay? The longer he takes, the less he's guaranteed a slam dunk. Because like, we're, we're inching closer and closer to this place where Stephanie's relationship with Alex, aside from them finally sleeping together, is approaching the point where it won't just be a given that she'll automatically drop Alex and run over to him. 
So I won't say that that's an impossibility, especially because, you know, Chad and um, Gwen do live in the same house, too. So, you know, proximity makes things happen. Yes, exactly. Um, I am not opposed to that. I quite enjoyed um, Chad and Gwen the first time around because that's when Gwen was in her 100%. I am nothing but an agent of chaos mode. And that, and she loved it. She that all she wanted was to bring down Abby and uh, Abby Jack and the, uh, the whole damn um, family. And I love mm-hmm. it. So mm-hmm. I would not mind getting Gwen over there with old Chad again. You know they did. You know she got pregnant from him once. I mean there should be some kind of a bond there, even if it's you know because just that is something. You know you can't pretend like you don't know this person. Well, see, that's the, and that's the thing Days is good uh, good about. You never say never to any couple. Because yes. if any couple can always, basically anybody can get it. Anybody. And even even people who don't have that type of relationship anymore, they um, may be able to, they may still go ahead and make that happen. Now, what is this? Hold on a second. That's interesting. Not to break up the flow, let me know when we get to bold because Cassandra Critch posted something that was very interesting. Oh, Cassandra? On the Twitters. On the Insta. Somebody posted a copy of it to Twitter. Well, for one, we finally know what kind of Dr. Grace Buckingham is. She's a cardiologist. Why? Because we see a, a certificate of accreditation for Grace Buckingham that Cassandra Critch posted on Instagram. So that implies that they must be doing something with the character. Well, maybe Eric will have a damn heart attack from all his little damn honey pickleballing. Good. That's it. But, uh, I'm sorry, that's, that's, that's not right. But still, yeah, I, I, he should have had a heart attack when he was busy uh, banging Donna. That would have made us all happy. <sighs> but oh, back, but back as you were, as you were, that just distracted me. I don't even know where I was. Was there was there any what else was there on days that oh that's what it was. I even though Sarah is you know giving her apologies to um is giving her apologies to, to Xander, you can still feel that there's something there. That there's that and the thing is Xander's problem now is that Ava going nuts is really great timing for him and technically that should be the end of it but we know that she's going to Bayview she's not getting written off and she's in no condition to to point the finger at Xander so he knows he's okay for right now but you still have Bonnie having these nervous breakdowns so I have to wonder how long because we can you can see that between Tamara Braun's leaving and them putting an end to this story right now is because they're about to shift to all these other stories about Marlena and Kayla and them getting sick again, about the orchid disappearing, and um and the other stories that we still oh and um Gabby and um Lee's wedding and um everything that's gonna be building up to that because the build up to that isn't that long. New Year's is is, is the week after next. Yes. So we still have a whole lot of ground to cover between now and then to the build up to that New Year's Eve wedding. And there's a lot. And, and can 
there's stuff that's still sprouting up even currently, like the new thread with Patch and um, Rafe going after EJ. Uh, Jada's going to have a role in that. Um, Jada's mm -hmm. having a role in that with the with the EJ and thing. Um, so there's even more storylines popping up. We we should be also getting back around to Paulina and um, Chanel and, and Sloan. Um, I believe we are about to start getting to a close on her court case because we've already moved on to Sloan in her personal life. So hopefully mm -hmm. um, Belle will show up pretty soon and have, you know, all these Me Too women and, you know, having Beckingham Palace just ready to drop all the charges on everybody and close the door on it. Hopefully. Exactly. So, cause that, cause that story has to be wrapped up too. But it, but it has to be wrapped up in such a way that Sloane does not choose to leave um, Salem, because now that she and and uh, Eric are doing this thing, right? Now, that's what is this bullshit? She's already moved on into her personal life in Salem. Yeah, uh, I Bonnie, uh, Justin mm -hmm. and Bonnie talked about her going to uh, hit therapy. That was the other mental health rate I'm sure you were talking about today. Not just Ava mm -hmm. and her clearly going to bait you mm -hmm. because she snapped. But um, Bonnie and her uh, post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, she and Justin talked about it and she was like, is that really a thing? I mean, really, like, do I really need to go talk to somebody? And he really did talk her into it. Um, but when he came back into the room, she was on her hands and knees scrubbing the floor like crazy. So Stop it. that actress, um, no, she was she was she was on her hands and knees, um, like scrubbing the floor, like she was in a zone. Like she yeah, was she was scrubbing and yeah, she was scrubbing and sobbing. She was sobbing while she was scrubbing the floor. She was having and a it was whole episode. Wild. And child, you can't spill some water. Why is you scrubbing? It was right. It was just was water. Like, but she was, was like, our family got this rug from Greece thousands of years ago, and this works up. And he's like, it's a fucking rug in this water. Henderson will come clean this shit up. Come on, let's go. She had a bunny had a full on PTSD breakdown. Mm -hmm. She sure did. And she's killing the fucking game. She's I'm killing it. Yeah, she's totally. killing it. She's been killing it ever since um, they found her in that shed. And she was in that living room shaking, talking about she can't remember shit and she don't like talking to police officers. She I, had it from the from the from the beginning to the end. She's killing it. This actress is doing the damn thing. I feel like Judy fixing to get a supporting actress nomination. I feel like Judy Damn Show is earning a damn uh, nomination. She's, She's earning a nomination right now. Mm -hmm. Indeed. She's putting the work in. She don't sleep. I mean, that's one thing about her character is a little bit over the top. And that means she always has to be on. That has to drain a person that has to act that character every day. And she is never sleeping. She is always on and always extra over the top. She's killing it. Days has a very deep, talented bench. Let's just put it that way. They have a deep and talented bench and they keep people all old and new on rotation so often that this show remains fresh. It does. That and they're a lot better at interpersonal relationships between family. Because like, I thought it was so cute when the Curiocuses came back from the burger barn or wherever, our buddies or wherever the hell they went. Yeah, they just, they just, Justin and his sons and his wife went out to go get some burgers. Just, yep. just, and that was that. And then it was like, well, you know, I, she, Bonnie's probably embarrassed because you know she was, you know, wigging out. So why don't y'all two just go go catch a drink while I talk? So they're like, all right, we're gonna go catch a drink, Dad. You sure that ain't nothing we could do? Yeah, I'm sure. You know, because the thing is, the fast aspect of the matter is when I think about all the other soaps, I we have a dress of brothers who actually get along. 
there are not that many brothers outside of Salem that get along with each other. I have to say, um, in watching uh, days, in, 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 in specifically in recently watching days, when I decided to invest in it. So it's a difference from watching a show. In mm -hmm. For me, there's a difference from me watching a show from when I invest in it. When I say invest in it, it's something that I decide that I'm going to look forward to watching every day. I decide that because it has not disappointed me and it has not made my mood negative. Once I decided to invest my time in today's, uh, into days of our lives, I found that I found more things to like about it. Like all mm -hmm. these families, remember in the beginning for me, it was like, it's so big and it's so many people. It's so hard because every day something different is happening. So once I think I know something, by the time they show up again, I don't remember again. But once I focused on it, I'm finding that I love all of these families that are big and scattered, but that they all come back together nicely. They all come back together like Patch and Caleb. They was always too judgmental for me. When I first started watching, I didn't see any of their kids around. But now I've seen Trip, Johnny, I'm, I'm sorry, Trip, Joey, and Stephanie now, and they are acting like a family. Uh -huh. That's something I enjoy in my entertainment. Do all that crazy stuff. I love it because crazy stuff happens in families. Let's let it look natural and real the way families are. You don't have to um, be too crazy because life in reality is crazy. Well, that's the beauty about Days of Our Lives. It's always been a family-oriented show. It don't matter what kind of shit people get into. It always goes back to family and everybody's damn near related because everybody's been married to everybody. Right. Mm -hmm. and, that's, and that's pretty typical for soap operas. However, I feel like Days, really, they really do honor the family in the um, uh, family entertainment because I, I found myself liking the Johnsons, the judgmental Johnsons. Oh, look at you liking the Johnsons. I Can like you believe it? Hortons, honey. Um, so I think I always kind of like the Hortons. Um, Julie, she was, you know, I was on the fence with old Julie there because, you know, she's a character. You know, you got, you got the, she's like um, an acquired taste. She like a Heineken. You got to kind of drink it. You got to drink her in a little bit before you like it. Mm. Mm. I don't know. I've always, I, I don't know. I guess I've always been more of a, I've always liked the troublemakers more and the Hortons tend to pride themselves on being the exact opposite of troublemakers, at least in the sense of being hypocritical about it. Be, it's like this. I've always been like, I'll slap a Horton bitch any day of the week. <laughs> so name all the Horton hoes for me, y'all. Name all the Horton hoes. Um, Queen, we got to start with the mama, Alice, mm -hmm. Alice Julie, Addie, but Addie did. Um, well, yeah, y'all know Addie did. Yeah, Eddie um, did. Um, Jennifer Rose. Jennifer Rose. Abby. Um, Sierra is even a hoarding by her mama, though she's a Brady. Like yeah. all, all the women that came out of Hortons is Hortons. Yeah, and Pretty you know much. what? That's probably right because I did not like Abby in the beginning. Um, I didn't like Julie in the beginning. I didn't like Sierra in the beginning. Hort so maybe I didn't. Yeah. I mean, I and also. I mean, also, and technically, if you look at the family tree, technically, I mean, you don't think of them that way because of who their mother is. Allie's a Horton because Lucas is a Horton. Um, 
technically, I, I, the thing is, when I say that they're a Horton, I'm, I'm waiting for to see what side of the coin their character is going to flip to. So, like, when you think of um, Ariana, of um, Gabby's daughter, when mm-hmm. she grows up, she has an, an opportunity to be a messy-ass Brady or be a messy-ass Horton. But see, Will is a Horton. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't count Will and Lucas's kids as Hortons because they didn't come out of Hortons. Allie came out of a Brady, and her True. dad just happened to be a Horton who grew up with damn Roberts because his mama was a hoe. Oh well, yeah, but that, but Kate was a hoe. I mean, yeah. Y'all be easy on my hoes. Hoes need love too. I mean, I ain't mad at Kate, but... Oh, I ain't mad at Kate, but yeah. She's one of my favorite hoes. She's one of my favorite hoes. Kate had everything. Kate had everybody, though. I I believe when I first started watching Days, they said Kate Roberts has been with everybody. You know this girl from everybody? You know, to damn Victor, to John, um, Jake, damn Jake, damn... Literally, and she has the record for the most on-screen kids. Yeah. She, she didn't even know damn know about the damn yeah, but Rex and Cassie. Yeah, I was like, when they said that Kate was the mom, I said, Look, y'all, come on now. Kate already got like four head of damn child. Y'all been <laughs> that woman 50, 11 damn million kids. She didn't had Lucas, she didn't had Austin, Austin, Billy, then the damn oh, I want Billy back, y'all. I don't, I don't know. I could not, not Lisa Renner. I don't want no, that. No, not Lisa Renner. Krista Allen. I want um Billy back as Krista Allen. Because well, we getting Bo and Hope back. I, don't, I wouldn't mind Billy coming back, but I, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to tell you the one lesson I learned from Days of Our Lives when it comes down to Bo Brady's ass. I don't want no woman who was in love with Bo Brady back on screen with hope because it ends in tragedy. It ended like that with Billy. It ended like that with Carly. I got so sick of it. I was like, and I like hope, but it kept pissing me off. But you know what, though? But Days does a good job of having the ladies land in a soft place. So even if she, you know, got ran over by the the, the boat bus, she'll she'll pick up somewhere else on the on the other side of it, and we can catch her chilling. You know, true, true. But it was just like they, they not gonna leave them out there forever. You know, no, they don't. Them. Everybody always fun. And also, then that mess with Carla was kind of messed up since technically, you know, she was married to Victor at one point. So that's a whole other issue. But um, anywho, I digress as they say. So it anything is it is possible. It really is. But ever anybody can get it on days, and they and they keep that possibility open twenty four seven. That's correct. It's 9.38, and I think the only thing I wanted to add in today's today, uh, oh, actually, I didn't. I'm looking forward to hopefully getting into Chanel and Paulina. Um, It's 9.38. Did we need to get, I can't can some time for uh, something? Yes, we know let Can Can have this time for both. Oh, the, uh, anybody watch GH? Because all I know is Liz told Ava she miscarried. I heard that. I see that. But Nick don't know she told her that. What is she doing? I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. But I was hoping somebody else could tell me. She won't out because she told Nicholas if she had known that Esme was not the killer for real, she would have just called the police in the beginning and been done with it. And he was like, would you have really, Elizabeth? So she been told him she won't out. So this is her way of getting out. 
Well, that's good for her. I'm glad. It's, I mean, it's good for her, but I swear, I wish the timing was better because Ava already told Nina that Liz got pregnant by Nicholas. Yeah, honey. And so that shit, him. exactly, that shit is going to be on the front page of the newspaper. It isn't already. So I'm like, mm. Wait a minute, who Ava told? Nina. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh. shit. So, so it's going to be all over town. That Nicholas was cheating on Ava with Liz, and Liz gonna be walking around there like she got a scarlet letter on her chest again. Because I don't, I know people gonna be the old school people gonna be shoo shooing like mm, the last time she cheated on Nicholas was when she was with Lucky. Mm, history then just repeated itself all over again. Ain't this see, just this time, I think Ava, <laughs> um, Ava, she got to watch out for Ava at this point. Um, mm. She got to watch out for Ava. And let me tell you something else. Mara West is putting together an Emmy reel too. But oh, I can yeah. say the Mara West puts a puts an Emmy reel together every damn. She just she don't sleep ever either. So um um yes. Uh also Drew and um what's that girl name that's always Willow Carly. Willow. Yeah, oh, Drew and Carly is uh yeah, Carly's sitting up there while Drew questions the lady that she paid the lie to Drew. Did y'all check that? Yeah, honey, she said mm -hmm. that didn't watch, but she Drew remembered that Carly said that Harmony told her before she died that that girl was uh, Nina's daughter. And now he's that's thinking right. about it. And that's why he was interrogating that lady so hard. Because um, somebody said to him, well, you know, Harmony lied about a lot of stuff. She told a lot of just crazy lies for no reason. And he was like, yeah, she did, but she was dying and you know, dying people usually don't stick the lies when they die. Correct. Correct. So he's thinking now because Carly told him, well, you know, Harmony said that Nina is Willow's mother. He going to go back and ask Carly again. She going to lie to his face. And then he going to find out that she paid this woman to not only lie about the girl's mama being dead, but had to double pay her because... Carly wanted all the girls' parents dead. The boy, you need to know a dad dead and a mama dead. We don't want to look at no damn body. Mm, and, mm, and when he mm. found out that that's what she done did, the fan is going to meet the chick and they're going to have little brown babies all over poor Charles. So, Liz, and listen, um, um, oh God. Hurry up, we can can this time. Oh, can can back? Yep. I've been back. <laughs> we did right. take over. You yeah, we, we promised you your bowl time, so we want to make sure you get it. Yes. Okay. I'm here. I'm waiting on y'all. Well, yeah, I'm listening. I'm listening. You don't Okay. And further news today, um, bowl. I don't know. Did anybody watch that shit show besides me? No, it was no, I followed some of the comments, and all I know is the LAPD is even more incompetent than we thought. Baby, are they working on like IOUs or what? Because they can't be working for the public uh, and getting paid with tax dollars. The incompetency of this law enforcement team, if that's what you want to call them, they actually give Barney Fife a run for their money, honey. I can't understand how the city of Los Angeles can take 48 hours. <laughs> and they literally have been trying to catch up with Sheila and give him, provide him with backup for two 
days. They can't oh. get air support, nothing. How, what kind of vehicle? One minute she riding in a uh, Maserati uh, or Lamborghini, and the next minute she riding in the SUV, and the next minute she on a skateboard. Whatever vehicle she was <laughs> in, she was able to wiggle her way through bumper to bumper traffic and evade <laughs> Barney Fife yet again. I was like, you know what? Y'all better stop fucking around with this lady because she like Michael Myers with Jason. Y'all have y'all pick whatever day of the week it is. If it's a Friday, she's Jason. Any other day of the week, she's Michael Myers. Because she gonna, she gonna escape and she gonna be back like a virus. <laughs> at this point, at this point, I could just I just think that Finn needs to give up the doctor biz. Steffi can give up the up the fashion biz and they can go and be the LA version of Nick and Nora Charles because they do better detective work than, than the actual department. Yeah, I have questions. Absolutely do. Yeah. I mean, it took Finn all of mm, two hours of pure concentration to figure out, hey, there's no mall marks on here. There's no bear saliva. How the hell they categorize this as a bear mauling? Oh no, she took a scaffold and <laughs> severed her foot apart from your... her toe. I have exactly. When was the last time Taylor Hayes was um on screen? When she said when she, when she... <laughs> correct, correct. When she hugged her friend Brooke and they had when she was eating cake her with Brooke, and Brooke ran oh. off into the sunset dancing into a field of sunflowers. Okay, so Taylor, so Taylor Hayes has just basically disappeared off the canvas. She's on conversation. Yes, yes, honey. She and Thomas are on conversation mode. And uh oh. Ridge too. But Ridge oh, will be oh, back okay, for the festivities. Okay, so uh Taylor's off screen. Yeah, well, I know Thomas is off screen. I hadn't heard about Thomas in a while. And Ridge Where are they talking is, about him today? Is Ridge off screen too? They ain't seen Correct. Ridge since he got Correct. his walking paper. So he off licking wounds somewhere. Ridge, Ridge will be back just in time to crack a few phony smiles and to look like uh, a lap dog been sent out to pasture. You know, he has to be there because otherwise... It really wouldn't be a forced of Christmas. Like it would be just Eric, and that's it. Because everybody well, else in the house is going to be Logan's and a Spencer. Anyway, questioning because I was just wondering if there was anything um, uh, for Taylor fans. Um, no, well, here's the thing. I have to actually right now, no, but I actually had to give myself pause to think about something, and you know. Spoiler Girl has had a good average lately, mm -hmm. and she's talking about this twist that she can't really talk about. Mm -hmm. And I thought for two seconds, okay, if the twist is what she thinks it could be, mm -hmm. I would, I, I'm, I'm somewhat upset with myself because I would feel compelled to watch even though I really don't want Listen, I was reading okay. Spoiler Girl. Listen, I, I have a clue. I have a clue to what it is. She threw out, she threw out the bait, and Bo, in my opinion, <laughs> set the trap today. And if y'all look at the show, you will see what I'm saying. When Sheila, that last scene of them showing Sheila, they coming up around the same, that like the same 
uh pictures that they show in Taylor. I don't remember. I don't know if you guys remember when Taylor did the flashback to when she came up and shot Bill in mm-hmm. the house. With yeah, the- I saw people saying that Sheila was at Bill's house. Yes, she comes on the last scene. They show Sheila up in Beverly Hills at Bill's house, laughing outside the door. What the hell she doing there is beyond the fuck out of me. <laughs> out of but- all of the people in L.A. She go to Bill House. The guy who's desperate for any female attention, baby, baby. I'm trying to tell y'all whatever. She well, does. I don't know. I don't think I don't know if that's what she's there for. But what I do find very interesting because I think Bill is having a nervous breakdown. I do agree with oh, that. Oh, he's definitely having a midlife crisis of the uptake yeah. time. Yeah, yeah he, he having. And uh, so, Spoiler Girl said there's a big twist coming. I can't share now, but it's pretty big and will shock most of you. I mm-hmm. didn't even believe it. I'll let you know when I can share. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, one thing that um, I, she did mention when she said that she felt like there was supposed to be um, something new happening that you know that she thinks th- something about somebody returning i guess you could say mm-hmm, I and, it. yeah it has to be somebody just returning for Brooke because if um tk if if it's if tk really is going to be leaving and i feel like mm-hmm. uh, i don't think that he's I, you know what i think this is why i'm pretty much done with the soap um mm-hmm. we know we we all can tell when the mind fuck happens right mm-hmm. And that's why I come I don't even invest in the show anymore because no matter what we see on screen, a man fuck is coming to say, no, that didn't really happen. What the fuck was you thinking? Mm. So um, I don't believe that TK is going to stay because every single bridge reunion, quote unquote, we've seen since Krista Allen has been cast has truly not been a bridge reunion. Has it not? Remember I used to ask, was that a reunion? Was that a reunion? What's weird about this? This don't seem like no reunion, remember? Mm-hmm. Not, yes. I don't think there's going to be one with TK anymore. Period. Mm-hmm. I don't think. Don't need to be. I don't think that. I don't think that TK is willing to give Brad Bell once what he wants. Yeah, he can't I feel like it. TK already told Brad Bell that he fucking sick of it because mm-hmm. TK already said that he ain't visited Wyanar yet, and he he thinking he won't to. You so bet. You I bet. I don't believe I, whatever's coming up. Whoever's mm-hmm. coming, it's somebody mm-hmm. to fuck Brooke because exactly. So I'm you know what I'm saying? I like you. I, I don't, don't tell you that enough. I feel like I need to tell you at that at that moment. Prissy, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I can. I love you. Thank you. <laughs> but that's how because that's exactly mm-hmm. what somebody I said coming. too. Yep. Somebody, somebody got to somebody got to warm her bed for. Yeah, exactly. It's and then since since Bridge did it, um, since now the first time in ever, I mean. Brooke and Taylor choosing themselves to me was a knockoff of Steffi choosing herself in 2000. It is absolutely a disrespectful knockoff. And I'll take it. And I'll take it. Hold on. on, I'm going to say this. They had this storyline to mimic Steffi, but they're not going to play it the same way as Steffi because Steffi was alone for how many years before Finn came and been her doctor? She was falling close for two years, two and a half years. Before right. Finn come along, they ain't finna do that shit, Brooke. Brooke they ain't finna do shit. That come. The shocking news is somebody's going to be cast to fuck Brooke. That's it. That's it. Bingo. 
That's it. Um, that so, just... what that, and so what does that mean for Taylor? That means that everybody on this show already won't Brooke. They're going to bring on a whole nother man that won't Brooke. So again, what is there for Taylor fans to look for? What it smell like? Nothing. Not really, because the bottom line is this whole, one of the whole reasons that I wasn't really too ganked for this whole we choose us situation is because it was really obvious what it was about. It wasn't about the characters coming to the final decision that Ridge is a, is a senior citizen fuckboy because that's what he is and realizing that they should have to put themselves through this. And that's the truth. Neither one of the characters should be putting themselves through this at this point. This was done as a half-ass way to rehabilitate Brooke. That's I think it was. Going. I think this is what happened. Poor way for them to get everybody on on uh, our side to stop fucking with Brooke. That's what it was. Yeah. It ain't got shit to do. It, it just basically to just have us stop That's pulling her That's card and calling correct. her correct. out. She has That's been. Correct. Since it's got nothing to do with Taylor. Since March of, of, two, of 1987. That's what this was. Everybody is, they tired of him. Oh, well, she was this and she was that because that's every time they get a chance to say, oh, we don't know nothing about them old storylines, but you want to put it out there. You want to, you might want to put it out there because people who actually have watched this show know the storyline. They know the scoop and they see the shit for what it is. This is the epic rewrite. It's, this is the epic rewrite. This is the mindfuck because all these new cats, all these new kittens that's on on the, on this stroll who don't know exactly what the fuck is going on, gonna look at it like, oh, it's such a women in power moment. No, no it no. was a bait switch. It's the classic <laughs> because in a couple of weeks it's going to be like it never happened. And Absolutely. In, in, in the story will be like, y'all really thought Brooke and Taylor was friends? Absolutely. I ain't buy that shit for two minutes. Mm. Just like when um, somebody said, yeah, when Thomas and Hope didn't happen, remember? Um, yeah. When, we, when I thought Thomas and Hope was going to happen and then after that was a dream, well, I just gave up on it. And then they what the person said, and messed it up. Yeah, they did it on purpose. Said, you actually thought that Hope would fall in love with Thomas? Yes, that's because that's what they, yes, they were going. So, okay, so yes. you mean to tell me you writing it to, so it'll look like that so that you can <laughs> later say, oh, no, we was just fucking with you. You should have known better than that. I mm -mm. never watch this show again. Never. I mm -mm. never fucking watch it again. You 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 don't have to you don't have to slap me two or three times for me to stop talking. <laughs> I get that entirely. You know, when, listen, and when, when, a, when a whole human literally says that, when you witness a whole human being basically say, "Oh yes, we did write that," but how how could you actually believe that that was actually happening though? Even though we wrote it and you was watching it. How fucking dumb are you? You really yeah. thought that Hope could ever love the likes of Thomas? Or that Brooke and Liam was going to hit the sheets, which they obviously was working on with him coming yeah. through that ground to go 24-7. Don't try to mind fuck me. I know what I saw. Yes, baby. Yes. yes but, but again, um, in a couple of weeks, it'll be like, you actually thought Brooke and Taylor were friends? Really? How fucking stupid are you? Fuck you. And you keep your damn show. You keep it. I don't need to be mindful. I don't need to be gaslit. I watch TV for entertainment. I want to follow yes. the story. I don't yes. want to have to go back and say, oh, at this point is where everything changed and everything before that didn't happen. They can kiss my ass. 
Not exactly. Exactly. The shit that they thought that they was gonna try to get Hunter to do that Hunter told him kiss her ass and kiss her grit. She got a real life to get to. And if y'all wanna keep playing Taylor like this, I ain't got time to play her like this. They could never pull the shit off. Now they feel like they got the opportunity to. You know what I'm saying? But nonetheless, I'll digress from that. I'm just saying this. And I'm gonna say this and I'm gonna keep saying this. Uh, eventually, eventually, <laughs> the truth will come to the light. It cannot always be dark, honey. It cannot always be dark when the light is so much more powerful. I'll say that. And also, before we close out, uh, I'm tired of Steffi. <clears throat> let that be. Let, let that be out there. As I said first. Uh-huh. I, uh, yes, baby. I'm tired of Steffi. Steffi, <laughs> listen, listen. I'm tired of Steffi because this is this is this is what I also see too. Just like how we can see how they're how they're intending to write this storyline between uh, t- uh Taylor and the uh, fuck up that is Brooke. I'm gonna need y'all to understand that it's the same way they are doing between Steffi and Hope because now they're turning Steffi into this fragile damsel in distress. And they're turning hope into this goddamn hero that don't nobody ever know that. Like, for real, who, when, where? She's who never. Yes, honey. I'm listen. I see the shit in the works. Like, if you, if y'all look at it and y'all pay attention, what is she talking, talking about, Can Can? What did Hope do that makes her a badass? She's fucking telling Thomas. She fucking told Thomas off and she got his oh, child back. Every fucking thing that is just like, you know, she, instead of her actually standing up for herself to the real people who actually abuse her and take uh, mental uh, tap dance lessons on her brain, like her mama, her piss poor mama and her husband, they celebrate the fact that she's able to uh Hell hostage his son away from him and take over his his position at his at his company. Like that is what they literally find appeasing as some type of uh reward, something like she's actually done that have categorized her as being some type of oh, she's such a super but what woman. does that got to do with Steffi? That's be- because they're trying to diminish Steffi in the meantime. Well, they have been doing that for years, though. No, 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 baby. It's on a whole new level. Well, hey. I, I, I it's think on a whole new level. I'm going to have to take your word for it because I ain't been watching this shit show enough to know that or you all go. They, 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 they've been minimizing Steffi ever since they recast her. Yes, Hope they have the been turning her into something. It. They have been turning her into a pawn. She's fucking taking bullets for Brooke. She's fucking turning and, and taking off. Oh, she's turning against her brother because everybody knows Thomas is dis- dis- disrespectful. He's disgraceful. Like, when? When and where? Well, that's a come no. I, I got you. That's a come I don't even watch. I, I yeah, have been front and center this month, and I haven't given a fuck. I won't turn exactly. on that TV to Channel 10 at that time. Period. Not like case in point, Steffi and Finn Steffi and Finn were front and center in today's episode, and I did not feel the slightest inclination to tune in. It's whatever. I, I fucking won't. They but I, I, ask, I, I can it. There's nothing that Brad Bell can do for me in his whole soap opera ever. That's just the it's, way I it's feel the about whole, it. It's the whole point 
of not being fully invested in it anymore that I have not, learned. Why should I be invested? I, in it's fine. I'm just saying. I find if they're not going to give me the entertainment that I want to see, then I'm going to find the entertainment in the drag because that's it. It's only fucking 30 minutes and uh, not even 30 minutes, 18.5 minutes. And I would drag them for the 18.5 minutes okay. <laughs> because I'm Wait. not taking them serious no more. I don't find no, I don't find no joy and no fan fiction with the show. None of that shit no more. They have fully lost me on that part. But I, 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 I'll keep, like I said, I keep up my end of the bargain because I said I would. But it don't mean I'll, I'll go back to how I was. But it's nine o'clock, and I, I, I appreciate y'all. Let me talk, <laughs> get it out about this shit show today. Don't worry, girl. Tomorrow is Festivus. Is we're, we're Festivus a day early, so to speak. Even though tomorrow is the twenty first. Uh. No, no, wait. No, no. No, it's Thursday. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm thinking today Wednesday. I'm sorry. It's Thursday. It's when we do Festivus. Sorry. I wish it was. I ain't watching that shit neither. Talking about the the host is going to be Donna. Yeah. This is the thing for me. It's just I've, I've learned just from trial and error. I've learned that I will never be satisfied with the show. Not one story. not. Right. And 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 if I can't enjoy anything about it, like right now, Steffi's my fave. I can't enjoy that shit. Nope, we can't have her. No. Can't enjoy her and her husband working together against the common threat. Nope, can't enjoy it. You see what Brad Bell's about. What did we just not talk about? What did we just not talk about about days? I loved how those families came together. I didn't even know who Stephanie and Joey Johnson was. I just know I didn't like um, um, Steve and Kayla. But we got Steve, Kayla, Joey Tripp, and Stephanie. And I literally right. just said, I love that fucking family. I can't yep. enjoy Stephanie and Finn because they don't have their fucking family. Where the fuck oh, they're going to be on the first the scene on the festivities. Is? Watch. That first exactly. scene, they're going to show them. No Taylor, no Ridge, no Lee, no Jack. No, None no. of the stakeholders who should be interested in Sheila in being apprehended anywhere on the scene. That's a come I will not even tip my toe in the water because mm -hmm. I already see the bullshit. This is not about Steffi and Finn. They no, merely not. just kicked off to start off the story to roll it into all about Pope and Deacon. That's it. That's it. I mean, you and then tomorrow, tomorrow, I think, is a Logan Christmas at Eric's house, and they can keep that shit. Oh, well, you guys take it all in because tomorrow is Wednesday, and I won't be available until well after seven o'clock. But y'all have a space or something, and I might jump into it later. As long as, as long as Elon don't turn off the goddamn spaces, yeah, we'll yeah, probably we'll end up in one. <laughs> we well, temperamental ass. I'll go ahead and schedule a space because I'm off tomorrow. I'll go ahead and schedule a space for our normal time. Mm. Okay. And now he's sitting up here talking about he'll step down to the CEO of Twitter as soon as he finds somebody else stupid enough to take the job. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'll take it. Get out. He's yeah. a fucking clown. He's, a, he's another ass clown. Yeah, I'm getting real mm. tired of these men, these bitch men, these men with pussies. I'm really fucking sick of them. Okay, well, we're going to table that for tomorrow or Wednesday. We can talk about these bitch-ass males with a pussy. All right. I love y'all. Thanks <laughs> for coming out and joining us. Thank you guys over there in YouTube and for, um, you know, holding it down with them damn 
um, trolls, but we're going to get it on and we're going <laughs> to um, tomorrow when space is, but Thursday we'll be back for Festivus. So be prepared to be. Yes, come with your come one, come all, bring your grievances because we will be bringing ours. Y'all be bringing Good night, y'all. Good night, y'all. Have a good one. Good night. Thanks, Bubs. Good night, ladies. Good night, yard. Good night. Bye, Kim. Bye, bye, darling. Bye, y'all. Bye.